You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, hello. So this week I want to do something pretty fun. This time of year is my favorite time of year. I mean, I love all of the seasons, but I especially love fall because fall is this kind of rebirth, transitional, transformational period. And I always feel it in my personal life and in my business now. And and it's just so evident that that's always been the cycle for me. So six years ago, I took a leap of faith and I left my cushy corporate job and followed my now husband across the country for his military career. And if you've been following me for a while, you've heard the story at different depths from time to time. But I I really like to go back and celebrate this time, this time of like saying goodbye to everything that I knew in terms of security, living on the West Coast, having my family there, an amazing community of friends that I had built both inside of corporate and then just outside and moving all the way across the country where I literally knew no one on a leap of faith, thinking, I'll just get another corporate job. It's no problem. And instead, that's not the way that the story goes. And at the time, it was it was exciting and it was rough some days. It was really rough thinking, okay, do I just give up because I've gotten so many no thank yous or just crickets in terms of applying for jobs? And, and do I go work at Starbucks for a while because I'm not the type of person, I mean, shocker, but I am not the type of person who can sit still. And I desire, deeply desire to work. Like that is a big part of my identity. And, you know, I didn't have a child at the time. I was a dog mom, but none of that I knew would be any different if and when I did start a family down the road. And so I remember a point at which I was just like, I can't keep getting these excuses of, oh, you're overqualified or, oh, we're looking for somebody who's longer term. And just all of the things when, you know, people would find out I was associated with the military, even though, yes, that's illegal. But still, those were the answers that I was getting. That's my story. That was my reality. And I thought, I've got to find a different way. And I, I deeply missed all the people that I had left behind at my corporate job because they had become family in some degree. And I, I thought to myself, I don't want to do this again and again because of this military lifestyle. And freedom has always been such a big personal core value of mine. And I thought, I want to figure out how to do something that is portable and that gives me freedom to support my, at the time, boyfriend, but husband. Like I knew we would be married so that wherever he needs to go to further his career, like I can go without having to give something up and start something over because that was too hard. And so I knew that there was this concept of working online and I spent a lot of time, a lot of time (laughs) on Google and just trying to figure out what do people do? And, you know, there were the classic coupon clippers or secret shoppers. I'm like, okay, but there has to be real jobs. Like I know people do this. I've heard of this concept, but what does it mean? And eventually I stumbled across 
the idea of becoming a virtual assistant. And that's really where my journey began. And over time, and actually a short period of time, that transitioned into me just doing an incredible job for some really incredible clients who then shared my information with their networks. And this this is coming up for me because yesterday I was flying home from a retreat that I went to in Maine, which was absolutely extraordinary. And I was sitting in first class, I'm just going to share that because that was a big splurge of mine. It was my first business trip alone, and I decided I was going to fly first class. So I was sitting in first class, and I was sitting by this nice gentleman who you could tell was also like a professional man. And we struck up a conversation, and he shared that he was an attorney, and and pretty soon he asked what I did. And so I explained to him that I was a business strategist, and he was fascinated. And he was like, how do you get started with that? Like, tell me about this journey. And so I, I did, and he's like, how do you get good at that? And I thought to myself, wow, how do I explain that? Like, I don't even know the answer. And so he was like, is it just that you do a really good job for people, and then people start sharing with their, you know, friends and their network. And I'm like, well, that is actually how my story goes. So anyway, it was fun to kind of reflect on that. And it was also fun to see, you know, someone that I view as successful reciprocate that, that same excitement as I shared what I do. So anyway, this journey has been incredible and it's been fierce and it's been fast. And sometimes it's felt like super slow, like molasses in January, but there have been all of the emotions and cycles that are involved in it. But looking at here we are six years later. And so my team and I started doing this last year. We did our first five-year anniversary of leaving corporate. And we started the podcast last year. So this is also a six-year of leaving corporate and a one-year of the podcast celebration. But I love to share some of my story and share some of my learnings. And so what I'm going to do on today's podcast is share six things that I wish I would have known or done differently throughout my my last six years in building a business and also six things that I really want to celebrate because that's part of where I'm at in this phase is celebrating the growth because it is so easy to get caught up in what's next. And coming off the heels of this retreat and spending four days with eight other absolutely incredible women who made me see how amazing I was, just as I am right now, has really reset me in such a such a powerful, grounded way that it's fun to do this right now and reflect. So I sat down before hopping on to record and just kind of went through my thoughts. So I'm just going to go in order. And I'm going to start with those things I wish I would have known or had done differently. And the first one is And this is going to sound a little cliche if you've been following me for a while, but honest to goodness, if I could choose one thing, it's that I wish I would have understood the power of mindset and the power of understanding a growth mindset versus a scarcity mindset and identifying when I was leaning towards that scarcity space and when I was making decisions based on fear or scarcity versus stepping into my power and how to shift it and how to embrace more of a growth mindset, right? I wish I would have known that much, much sooner. But here's the thing. It's not too late. You can start today becoming a better version of your CEO self in your business. And I wish that with that mindset, I would have understood what CEO mindset actually meant 
and given myself permission to play big much sooner, right? But I didn't know how. I didn't even know that was a thing. And I relied on true grit to get me where I was. And that's okay. I'm grateful for that skill, but it wasn't the most sustainable. So if I could go back to my six-year-ago self, I would have said, do the work on mindset now. Like start leaning in because that that work's never going to be done. But your muscles are going to get so much stronger and your growth is going to happen with such greater ease. And it's going to be magnified if you do this work. The second thing is I really wish that I had understood the power of support. And this is a big one, okay? I had no idea that things like business coaches existed. I had no idea that there were Facebook groups for other service-based providers or people who were doing what I do. I had no idea there were podcasts on these topics. Like I had no idea how much amazing stuff existed out there because I was doing it alone and I was doing it from scratch and nobody else that I knew even knew what I was talking about. I was truly pioneering my own path Obviously, there were tons of people who had gone before me, but I hadn't found them yet. So that's one piece of this power of support that I wish I would have known about. So I didn't know the business coaches existed. Oh my gosh, I would have spent my first dollars (laughs) on a business coach. I would have saved up and had a mentor that said, do this and not that. Here's how we're going to get you to your goals. Or what are your goals, right? Here are the things that are possible for you. I also would have loved to have known that investing in things like team and resource help at home. So, you know, having somebody help with house cleaning and outsourcing the dog washing and getting someone to mow the yard early on was so valuable because it frees up my time to be able to be in my zone of genius and work on my business. And I look at today and and all of the people that I invest in so that my time can be freed up to work on my business. And I'm like, oh my gosh, imagine if I had done this sooner, right? I don't beat myself up about it, but I really try and celebrate how it's working so well. And it's it's natural to go back and say in my brain, oh my gosh, I wish I had done this sooner. So if you're newer in your journey in business, please, please, please lean into support in all its forms, coaching, mentorship, business besties, a sense of community, that mastermind that I went to this this weekend, right? This retreat that was so powerful for my soul. And that was because that was me investing and putting myself at the table with other women and soaking up their genius and their expertise and their drive and their passion. And that just amplifies when we come together. And so that alone in itself is so darn valuable, but you start looking at all the areas where you can lean into support and that allows you to grow. So that's my second thing that I wish I would have known or done differently. The third thing is I truly, really wish I would have allowed myself to subscribe to the habit of messy action instead of being stuck in perfection. I am a recovering people pleaser, a recovering perfectionist, as many of you probably are that are listening to this podcast. But I wish that I would have started paying attention to how so many people did it messy and continued to grow and learn from it and tweak it instead of trying to get it perfect before they jumped off the dock into the big blue a lake of opportunity. I spent way too much time trying to have everything just right instead of just going out and doing the thing. The fourth thing is I wish I would have had more clarity on my values earlier on. I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that freedom is my number one core value. I knew that freedom was important to me, but I didn't know how important or that every single business decision that I now make in my business is based around alignment with my core values. I'm not gonna pretend I 
I'm a business strategist. I'm six years in business as I'm sharing or six years since leaving corporate. And I've worked with a lot of really, really successful people out there. And then the percentage of people that actually have their mission, vision, and values absolutely clear is astonishingly low. And I I'm, was one of those people. And it wasn't until recently I've really, really leaned into that and gotten super clear on it. And it just helped our growth immensely in terms of alignment and just really being empowered in our decision making. And I wish I had invested more energy and prioritization in that area of my business. So if you don't have clarity around your core values and your mission and your vision, I encourage you to make that one of your priorities in the next three to six months, because that's going to give you a true north and a compass with which to make decisions, empowered decisions like the CEO of your business. The fifth thing is, I wish I would have given permission to myself to pivot sooner. I became a VA and I got booked out. And then I stumbled upon this thing of being an online business manager. And I did the certification and I got booked out. And, you know, I was making a lot of money, but I wasn't truly happy. It didn't light me up. I was good at it, but I didn't love it. And I was scared to admit that really what I was was a business strategist, a growth strategist, and that's where my my genius was. I was scared to say, I want to do something different after I'd invested thousands of dollars into a certification program. I was scared that my clients would di- be disappointed if I told them I was pivoting. I was stuck and stifled with imposter syndrome and limiting beliefs. All the things were keeping me stuck, and I didn't know how to give myself permission to pivot. But oh my gosh, when I finally did, when I finally got the courage to make it happen, things just like the floodgate opened, right? My business just started booming. So I wish I could go back and give myself the permission to pivot sooner, trust myself. And then the sixth thing is, I wish I had understood my superpowers. And I just alluded to them there. I am really good when it comes to strategy. I'm really good at listening to somebody who's overwhelmed or stuck or unclear or uncertain and looking at things from that 10,000 foot level and saying, okay, I hear you. And have you considered X, Y, and Z? And let's make a plan to get some traction in order to start reaching those goals or maybe uncover some other new possibility that they hadn't even thought about. I am really good at holding space for people to feel supported, but also create a plan of action. And it was such an easy, natural thing for me that I couldn't even imagine that it was a superpower. I couldn't even imagine that people should be paying me money for doing that thing for the longest time. And now I know that that's where my true value is. And sure, I I had that feedback. I heard people say that that's what they loved is having access to my brain. But still, that wasn't enough data for me to truly believe that I had a gift in that area. And so I wish I could go back and shout it a little louder in hopes that, you know, three year ago, me would have really paid attention. So those are kind of my my learnings, the six things that I wish that I had known or done differently or given more energy to. But that's okay because those things are all things I'm aware of and clear on now and very empowered in those areas. And so now I want to switch it and celebrate, which is not easy for me, but I'm getting better at it every single day. And, And that's part of the growth mindset. I'm subscribing to a new belief system and I'm taking messy, imperfect action, making little shifts to create new habits to embrace this different version of myself around celebrating. So one of the things that, not one of the things, the thing that I'm most proud of in the past six years since leaving corporate is I had a baby. I had a baby, a wonderful, beautiful baby girl. And I've continued to grow 
a beautiful baby and a beautiful business at the same time. I didn't backslide. I didn't lose traction. And instead, she gave me such motivation and such desire to create something that I was proud of and that she could be proud of. And so I look back at that and like that happened and it was big. Those are big, big, big milestones. And I just really want to celebrate that. And, you know, Ellie Jewell, someday when you listen to this podcast, I hope it makes you smile a little bit and realize what a motivation you've been to your mama. The second thing I want to celebrate is I have an incredible team. I have this business that is amazing and lights me up but it's because of having a team. It's not just me doing the things. It is my team who absolutely allows for all of this expansion and growth to happen. And I'm so grateful. I'm also happy that I invested in that sometimes sooner than I was ready for, knowing that the team was going to allow for so much opportunity and just so much collaboration. And honestly, making the business feel like a business And that's just like one little silver lining. Of course, they make the business run like a business and heck of a lot better than if I was doing it by myself. But but having other people that make this thing possible really adds a whole layer of confidence that I can't explain to you until you have a team or if you already have one. Here's a here's a shocker. And this isn't you know, I feel like this is a little bit of sounds like propaganda, but it's so true. I work less the more that my business grows. This year, we moved from Las Vegas to Montgomery, Alabama, and I was so worried that my business was going to have some negative impacts of me not being able to work as much. And if I'm really honest, I work less than I ever have, and my business is continues to grow, and it's grown more than it ever has. And so really sitting in that place and realizing, wow, I... I truly work less than I ever have, and my business is bigger than it's ever been. So it's 100% possible. And that's not to say that there weren't many times where I was burning the midnight oil or you know, juggling a nursing baby and trying to type with one hand and feeling like I was never going to get all the things done. And sometimes I still say that, like, I feel like I'm never going to get ahead. But if I'm really honest with myself, like, it's totally possible. And I'm I'm my own boss and I set my own schedule and it's miraculous. It is exciting and it's worth celebrating. The fourth thing is, this is a big one. This came from being at the retreat this weekend and somebody calling me out in a gentle, loving way that I've done, we have, we, my team and I have done over a million dollars in revenue in the last three years of the business, okay? The first three years of leaving corporate I didn't make a lot of money. In fact, I mean, I, I really did not. I Who knows? The first year, I don't think I made any money. Maybe $10,000, $12,000, and then maybe it was 20 the next year, and 20 or 30, and then it was 60. But in the last three years, the last three years alone is over a million dollars in revenue. And that's mind-blowing when I look at that number. Okay, so that is hard for me to say out loud on this podcast, but I want to celebrate it and I, because I want to motivate you that, oh my gosh, it's possible. And look back on your last three years or your last 18 months or whatever. What have you done in totality? Celebrate that. Like that's yours. That is the culmination of your efforts 
it's not only about what's in your bank account right now. Like we want profit. We want profitable businesses. Okay. I'm not saying that I've done over a million dollars in profit in my business, but we do have a very healthy profit margin and I like profit and I like money and I'm learning to like it more and more and more. But I want you to look at different numbers for different reasons, right? What's the total amount of revenue you've generated because that's energy in itself right there. Also, what does your profit margin look like? How much money do you have in your bank right now for operating expenses? All of those things are worth celebrating for different reasons. So don't Don't just stay pigeonholed into one area and think that you can only celebrate one small piece of the pie. You've got to look at the whole big picture. The fifth thing is I'm getting better at celebrating myself. I kind of shared that at the beginning of this list, but I am getting better. I am being able to say, hey, I bought a first class ticket. I bought my first Louis Vuitton bag this year, and then I bought a second. And I've done a million dollars in revenue in the past three years. And, you know, whatever the things are, I was able to massively contribute to my family so that we could buy this beautiful house, right? I need to celebrate those things because celebrating those things is evidence for my brain that my efforts matter and that I can do big things. And the more money I generate, the more impact I can make for my family, for my team, for my clients, for the community, for the things that are important to me. So I want you all to celebrate yourself. I want you all to get more comfortable with wanting to earn money because money creates opportunity. And then the sixth thing is I have more joy in what I do in terms of business and work than I've ever had before. And that's huge. When I left corporate, I was sad. I thought I might never be able to recreate that. And you know what? I didn't recreate it. I created we, my team, my family, the support that my friends have given me all that has allowed me to create something that fills me up and beyond. So I have more joy in what I do now in in business and in work than I've ever had before, ever than I could have imagined. Has nothing to do with my college degree. It has nothing to do with my previous work experience. So whatever your background is does not define you. It can amplify you. And are there threads of what I've done before that I carry over into my business? Absolutely. But if you want to do something completely different than what you've ever done before, give yourself permission to pivot because you can have more joy than you've ever had before. It is completely possible. And I can't wait till next year when I do the seven year celebration and we talk about where I'm at then because there's going to be more milestones. There's going to be more challenges that come up. And I can't wait to see what the learnings and the fruitfulness is as a result of all those things, because I bring with me now all of these experience and these learnings and these celebrations to create this more amplified, excited, just filled up version of myself that I want for each and every one of you. So as a wrap up to all of this, I just want to say thank you and express some serious gratitude for giving me the space to do something that brings me so much joy. It's because of you. It's because of this incredible community over in the Up Level Lounge and Facebook. That group is because of the communities within my coaching containers and my private clients and just the people who, you know, support me and continue to consume the content. Like all of that together is amplified to create all of this joy. And I am so grateful to be in the space with you. So I want you to hopefully be inspired by this and take some of my learnings and take some of my celebrations and use that as motivation to go towards the things that you truly desire. 
So thank you so much for being part of this journey. And I can't wait to see what we do together in the next months and years. And please share with me what your takeaways were from today's podcast or what it brought up for you or the things that you want to celebrate, but aren't shouting from the rooftops. I want to celebrate with you. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.